Chapter 9, The Amazing Ride The Pteranodon coasted down to the ground. He stared at Jack with his bright, alert eyes. What was Jack supposed to do, climb on? But I'm too heavy, thought Jack. Don't think, just do it. Jack looked at the Tyrannosaurus. He was starting up the hill. His giant teeth were flashing in the sunlight. Okay, don't think, just do it. Jack put his book in his pack. Then he eased down onto the Pteranodon's back. He held on tightly. The creature moved forward. He spread out his wings and lifted off the ground. They teetered this way, then that. Jack nearly fell off. The Pteranodon steadied himself, then rose into the sky. Jack looked down. The Tyrannosaurus was chomping the air and staring up at him. The Pteranodon glided away. He sailed over the hilltop. He circled over the valley, over all the nests filled with babies, over all the giant duck-billed dinosaurs. Then the Pteranodon soared out over the plain, over the Triceratops who were gazing in the high grass. It was amazing. It was a miracle. Jack felt like a bird, as light as a feather. The wind was rushing through his hair. The air smelled sweet and fresh. He whooped. He laughed. Jack couldn't believe it. He was riding on the back of an ancient flying reptile. The Pteranodon sailed over the stream, over the ferns and bushes. Then he carried Jack down to the base of the oak tree. When they came to a stop, Jack slid off the creature's back and landed on the ground. Then the Pteranodon took off again and glided into the sky. Bye, Henry, whispered Jack. Are you okay? Annie shouted from the treehouse. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He kept staring at the Pteranodon. Jack, are you okay? Annie called. Jack looked up at Annie. He smiled. Thanks for saving my life, he said. That was really fun. Climb up, said Annie. Jack tried to stand. His legs were wobbly. He felt a bit dizzy. Hurry, shouted Annie. He's coming. Jack looked around. The Tyrannosaurus was heading straight toward him. Jack bolted to the ladder. He grabbed the slides and started up. Hurry, hurry, screamed Annie. Jack scrambled into the treehouse. He's coming toward the tree, Annie cried. Suddenly something slammed against the oak tree. The treehouse shook like a leaf. Jack and Annie tumbled into the books. Make a wish, cried Annie. We need the book. The one with the picture of Frog Creek, said Jack. Where is it? He pushed some books aside. He had to find that book about Pennsylvania. There it was. He grabbed it and tore through it. Looking for the photograph of the Fall Creek Woods, he found it. Jack pointed to the picture. I wish we could go home, he shouted. The wind began to moan softly at first. Hurry, Jack yelled. The wind picked up. It was whistling now. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Jack closed his eyes. He held on tightly to Annie. Then everything was still, absolutely still. Chapter 10, Home Before Dark. A bird began to sing. Jack opened his eyes. He was still pointing at the picture of the Frog Creek Woods. He peeked out the treehouse window. Outside, he saw the exact same view. We're home, whispered Annie. The woods were lit with a golden late afternoon light. The sun was about to set. No time had passed since they left. Jack! Annie! A voice called from the distance. That's mom, said Annie, pointing. Jack saw their mother far away. She was standing in front of their house. She looked very tiny. Annie! Jack! She called. Annie stuck her head out the window and shouted, Coming! Jack still felt dazed. He just stared at Annie. What happened to us, he said. We took a trip in a magic treehouse, said Annie simply. But it's the same time as when we left, said Jack. Annie shrugged. And how did it take us so far away, said Jack, and so long ago? You just looked at a book and said you wish we could go there, said Annie, and the magic treehouse took us there. But how? said Jack. And who built this magic treehouse? Who put all these books here? A magic person, I guess, said Annie. A magic person? 
Oh, look, said Jack. I almost forgot about this. He reached into his pocket and pulled out the gold medallion. Someone lost this back there in dinosaur land. Look, there's a letter M on it. Annie's eyes got round. You think M stands for magic person, she said. I don't know, said Jack. I just know someone went to that place before us. Jack, Annie, came the distant cry again. Annie poked her head out the window. Coming, she shouted. Jack put the gold medallion back in his pocket. He pulled the dinosaur book out of his pack and put it back with the other books. Then he and Annie took one last look around the treehouse. Goodbye, house, whispered Annie. Jack slunk his backpack over his shoulder. He pointed at the ladder. Annie started down. Jack followed. Seconds later, they hopped onto the ground and started walking out of the woods. No one's going to believe our story, said Jack. So let's not tell anyone, said Annie. Dad won't believe it, said Jack. He'll say it was a dream, said Annie. Mom won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say it was pretend, said Annie. My teacher won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say you're nuts, said Annie. We better not tell anyone, said Jack. I already said that, said Annie. Jack sighed. I think I'm starting to not believe it myself, he said. They left the woods and started up the road toward their house. As they walked past all the houses on their street, the trip to dinosaur time did seem more and more like a dream. Only this world and this time seemed real. Jack reached into his pocket. He clasped the gold medallion. He felt the engraving of the letter M. It made Jack's fingers tingle. Jack laughed. Suddenly he felt very happy. He couldn't explain what had happened today, but he knew for sure that their trip in the magic treehouse had been real. Absolutely real. Tomorrow, Jack said softly, we'll go back to the woods. Of course, said Annie. And we'll climb up to the treehouse, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. And we'll see what happens next, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. Ratio. And they took off together, running for home. The end.